from the crate. Thanks to your friendly neighbourhood record store, Southbound Records. Kilda Troy, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I am very well, thank you. What have you brought us this morning? Well, let's just see. All right. Ooh. <laughs> this is cool, what's this? Now this is a good one. <clears throat> Brand new from um, Strut, uh, from BBE rather. Tina Marie. Tina Marie. Tina Marie. I don't know really anything about Tina Marie. Who is Tina Marie? Well, Tina Marie uh, started off as a singer in the late 70s and ended up being signed by Motown. Cool. The tune we're hearing now was from her second Motown LP, oh, yep. Irons in the Fire. Um, and uh, one of her big contributions in relation to Motown was that uh, she successfully sued them. Whoa. And there is now a... Um, a law which came about because of that, and, th- and that law was uh, that you are no longer allowed to uh, keep somebody signed to your label if you refuse to release any of their music. <gasps> go, go, Tina Marie. Yeah, that's a great, a great bit of history there. So, but that's not, it's not only that. It's like if you listen to this, uh, the backing on this tune was by Ozone, who were at the late seventies, early eighties, were like the Motown house band. And if you think this sounds a little bit different, it does. Because this new Tina Marie compilation, it is all um, John Morales mixes. Oh, cool. So it's a John Morales presents Tina Marie. That is awesome. I like the um, tagline. It says, love songs and funky beats remixed with loving devotion. And there you go. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So, I was just saying it's very cool that because of Tina Marie, we now have this law in place. Yeah. But that must have meant that Motown was basically holding a music hostage. Yeah. They, so, that's they, not so cool. I don't know what happened um, because there was a few there was a few releases and then something happened. Right. And they just said, no, no, you can't go anywhere. I said, no, we aren't going to release. I, I don't know what happened. Doesn't sound good. What do you think, Zoe? I like it, and I like the um, image on the cover. She's deep in the tune, eh? Yeah, yeah. She's got the best perm I've ever seen as well. Yeah. (laughs) She was a giant success in the uh, R&B soul world of um, late 70s, early 80s, mainly in the black community. (laughs) And who were uh, a lot of people were surprised when they finally saw pictures of her and they're like, What? Because she's, she's a white, she's a white lady? Yeah. What? Yeah, this makes me want to go dancing, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'll join you. <laughs> so it's uh, released in two forms either this uh, three LP set. Flash. Which uh, has 12 tunes. Very good. Over the, or 
this double LP which has 18 tunes. Double, uh, double CD? CD, I'm nice. sorry, yes, 18. Excellent, and so uh, are these in the shop now? No, because they're Ooh. worldwide releases tomorrow. All right, add this one to your Friday shopping list then. By the end of the 80s, she was uh, on Epic, and uh, in Britain, she was popular amongst people who wore white socks. Some people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, Troy, what's the next track you want to play? Okay, let's uh, bring it up to now. Although there is some relation to uh, white socks on this. This here is the new album, um, well, in fact, the debut album from Strata, STR4TA. Nice. Which, um, when they put out their 12-inch last year, no one really knew if it was something from the early 80s or whether it was something new. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said, um, let's bring it up to the present day, I was like, you could be forgiven for thinking it's not. You could be. However, what you have is uh, Strata is Giles Peterson and uh, Jean-Paul, who used to be in Incognito, amongst other groups. Jean-Paul Monik, Bluey. This has got a great uh, album cover. It's very... It has got a bit of an 80s uh, aesthetic to it as well. Lots of um, collage going on here. It's, uh, it is that sort of... The, what they wanted to capture was the DIY vibe that happened in the early 80s in Britain mm-hmm. of um, Brit funk, where it was uh, basically people who weren't trained or anything. They were yep. uh, uh, sort of learning what to do by listening to records from the United States. It was sort of concurrent with... with post-punk and, and, and had the same kind of like a mm. DIY drive to it. Totally. I think the artwork on this is actually Rob Gallagher. Oh, cool. Um, so it's all written by Jean-Paul Monick. Richard Michael Bull, guitars and vocals by Bluey, all other instruments by Richard Bull. Uh, on this, on one of the tunes, yeah. Oh, okay, I it's thought that a, was for the whole thing. It's like you have to read it like a... A spinning a round spinning, thing. Spinning, we have to spin it to read it, so to speak. It's, uh, I think it, it starts off with an idea with Giles and John Paul together. Okay. And uh, they'll, like, check out different things from the early 80s and go, this is the vibe we want, we kind of want to do this, we kind of want to do that. John Paul then decides who he wants to use, um, playing on the track with him, and they produce it together. Actually, if you spin this, there's little figures that are drawn around the outside, and I think it does a, the optical illusion thing where it looks like the figures are dancing. Oh, so can, can I have a go? Excuse me while I'm distracted, <laughs> I'm just spinning I'm, a record around. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this is Rob Gallagher's art, Ro- Ro- Roberto Galliano. Do you see what I mean, Zoe? Your, your eyes are like going slightly cross-eyed. Oh, are they? <laughs> uh, kind of. Okay, maybe it's just me then. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> this is great. Isn't it? So, uh, uh, some of the uh, early Brit funk bands, um, Light of the World, mm-hmm. who Bluey played in, uh, Freeze, who, who were actually really successful in this country with Southern Freeze. Oh, cool. Um, also, Bluey played in that group. So, I mean, it's a. Uh, 
It's kind of like not jumping into something that you didn't know about. No. And uh, Giles at the time, I think Giles might have been a bit too young right at that time, but by the end of the 80s, of course, he was releasing um, Incognito on, on Talking Loud label. He'd been DJing since since the 80s. Mm-hmm. And this year gets a worldwide release tomorrow as well. So this track is Vision 9. How many tracks have we got on this record, Troy? There's eight in total. Um, the first one being Aspects, the one that was on that 12-inch last year. Um, I think there's only a couple of things people have been allowed to hear so far. Well, this is a very good one. But I am going to gently move us into our next song, Go which ahead. also looks fantastic. Sounds good too. Oh, I like this. What are we working with here, Troy? This is something called electric jalaba. What does that mean? <laughs> um, well, a j- jalaba is like a, 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 a one-piece hooded garment that they wear in Morocco and oh, parts okay. of Northern Africa. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Um, but Electric Jalaba, the group, is made up of uh, six individuals from London, except for the singer, who was originally from Morocco, and mm-hmm. the drummer, who was from France. The balance of the group is four brothers. And the what drives this group is a, a fusion of uh, Moroccan uh, Nawa music and uh, electronic dance floor stuff. Awesome. talking about here is this contemporary is this, this is old now. this is now this is brand new again a bit of an 80s kind of synthy sound going on though i think there is a one piece of electronic equipment in there that you are referring to what is that do you know what it is? does it got like a special name or is it a model that uh, has an iconic sound or something it has an iconic sound i can't remember what, uh, there's a few models that it could be but um it's that one that sounds like it's being sequenced that's delivering the bass line. If you listen to the production of the drums, you'll hear them as, as very much now sort yeah. of production with the gates on them. And this one is uh, brand new on Strut, and straight away the uh, cover caught your eye because it looks like something, it really looks like something, doesn't it? It's a. Uh, Again, we're kind of working with a bit of a collage. Very different style to the last one, though. Almost like a screen print of hands-on on uh, buttons and things on the back, and then on the front, a guitar. Is it a guitar, or how many strings can you see? Um, I can only see, to be honest, two and a half, but right. that could be either the instrument or just the way that the uh, image has been made. It so. is the instrument. It's a three-stringed um, instrument, oh, okay. and I've forgotten what it's called, but it's um, the singer plays plays that as well. This is awesome. So four brothers and two friends. Yeah, 
And um, do, do you know much about uh, Nawa music or, or uh, the Nawa thing in total? I know almost nothing about it. You probably heard of uh, uh, Moroccan trance rituals. I think would be uh, no. No, this is this is all news to me. It's kind of a Nawa is is kind of like a, a particularly long sort of ceremony, a spiritual ceremony, but also a community ceremony. It can last like days. Oh, cool. And uh, the Nawa music is, uh, I guess, to like sim- simplify it, it's basically, um, it's kind of like sweets, but based on repetition. So it can it can sound like you're listening to the same thing for for hours. Wow! And it, it puts you in a, a trance-like state. Uh, and, and I mean, the English word trance doesn't quite translate no, properly. It, it yeah, doesn't yeah, translate yeah. at all. No, I get you. But that's amazing. And I can sort of get that from even just that one song. You can kind of understand that bigger context maybe is hinted at there. Yeah, and you can imagine if those chants like went on and on and on and on and on and on <laughs> like that. But uh, that, they would be changing and there would be yeah, a yeah, different, yeah. Uh, uh, different saints, so to speak, to be being called. Um, oh wow! With okay, the, with the different parts of it, but it's not specifically a religious thing. No, it's uh, a community a, thing as well, as you yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, and that uh, sounds awesome. So that's cool. Electric Jalaba. It's called El Hal, uh, the feeling. So that's just a repetition there. El Hal being the uh, Arabic words for the feeling. Is that a strut one? That one. This is a strut that's one. That's a strut yeah. one. Nice. So brand new. Their third album. First thing they've done in five years. Before that, you heard Strata, spell S-T-R four T-A. <laughs> Aspects is the name um, of the album on Brownswood, of course. That one there is out everywhere tomorrow. Awesome. And we started off with John Morales presents Tina Marie Love Songs and Funky Beats Remix with Loving Devotion. 10 out of 10. Thank you very much for those, Troy. Three excellent records. We'll see you next week. You will indeed. From the crate, thanks to Southbound Records, 132 Simon Street.